Welcome to Get Inspired, the podcast by Go Hard for God Daily. This is where we display the life of believers. We share and teach the gospel with practical living. We be real, we be honest, and we be open. And encourage you to be the authentic version of you that God created. Welcome to Get Inspired. Now let's get into the episode for today. What's going on, everybody? My name is Kirby Love. I'm the CEO and founder of Go for God Daily. And welcome back to another episode of Get Inspired. Listen, this is the podcast for Go Hard for God Daily. And we're solo again today. If you are a new follower, a new subscriber to the Get Inspired podcast by way of Go Hard for God Daily, then listen, this is how the solo episodes work, okay? When we're solo, usually you're just going to see me on the couch. I'm chilling. I'm posted up. But the solo episodes are, are where I dive more into uh, practical living tips so that you can display the life of, of a believer. So to display the life of a believer, did I say that right? I, thought, I feel like I fumbled over my words right there. <laughs> but display the life of a, of a believer is one of the titles, captions, um, headlines, however you want to label that. That is something that we say here at Go Hard for God Daily um, in a lot of our lines of music that you may hear. Uh, you're going to see it and it's actually going to be in our hats. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But that's something that we say here and we truly believe that that is something that we should be doing as followers of Christ. So in order to display the life of a believer, then you have to know how a believer should carry themselves every single day. So in these solo editions, this is kind of what you're getting from the Get Inspired podcast. Whenever I'm solo, I'm, I'm helping you to live a practical Christian life, giving you tips, advice, wisdom, and all of it is not me just talking out of the side of my neck or uh, things that I feel like can help you. This is um, things that are coming from scripture, right? Um, I don't want to just sit here and talk all day and just kind of, you know, ramble my mouth and then he was like, okay, that was, that was all right. But I want you to actually take something from every single episode that we have on the Get Inspired podcast. So, again, if you're new, this is how the solo editions work. I'm usually solo. I'm here. I'm giving you practical tips. And if I'm not solo and we have a guest on, then the guests, they typically will share their testimonies. They will have coming to Christ stories uh, just to kind of show us how they navigated their life to the point where they are now as believers in Jesus Christ. So uh, those guests can range from full-time moms, which we've had on here, um, military men and women, which we've had on here, married couples, single couples, pastors, uh, athletes, and the list can continue, right? So we will interview, or I don't like to call them interviews. We sit down and we have conversations with all of these uh, people with different backgrounds and different walks. And when I say different backgrounds and different walks, I'm talking about occupations, things that they may do, areas that God may have called them to, all right? So as we sit down and have a conversation with them on those episodes, then we're more focused on how God is using them, um, how how they start answer when they answered the call and some challenges that they may have had and things like that. So that is how the the episodes kind of go when we're having guests on. So if you are a athlete, full time mom, a doctor, a lawyer, um, teacher, 
whatever that occupation is for you and you want to give your coming to Christ story and just sit down with with us and help people, you know, see how God is using you in your particular area, your occupation. And then, hey, go to the website, go to the Get Inspired tab, fill out the form, and we look forward to connecting with you and possibly having you on one of the Get Inspired episodes so that you can, uh, that your story can be impactful and inspiring to someone else to continue to chase after God and live their life in line with what God has called them to uh, to do in their particular area. All right. Because God calls us all to, you know, our own lanes, our own particular places. And this is why, you know, I stress a lot about just being authentic and being who you are and just knowing who God has called you to be. And as you do that, then you'll find your place, you'll find your stability, you'll find the way that God uses you in your particular area. Um, it's okay to be influenced and get inspiration from different places, but always remain authentic to who you are. All right, cool. That's a long intro, <laughs> usually longer than I like to do because you know we like to get right into what we're going to be talking about um for the episode today last episode was really really good it was really really good if you didn't get a chance to go check out last episode please go check out last episode we talked more about it was another solo edition and we talked more about the life of jesus christ uh probably one of uh the best episodes that i've enjoyed uh since doing get inspired and because it's all about jesus right and but but the other important part about last episode is not only did we kind of go through uh, bits and pieces of the life of Jesus, but we were able to dive into some of those things and then apply them to our day to day life. So we were looking at the overview of Jesus's life and then seeing how he encountered with people, how he had encounters with people, how he communicated with people, how he handled situations. And then with those situations, when we get in those places, how do we handle those situations? Do we handle it the same way Jesus handled those situations? So if you didn't get a chance to check out last episode, go and check it out. Um, Be more like Jesus. That is the name of that episode. But today we're diving more into some more practical living things um, for us to continue to be able to display the life of a believer. So today we're going to be talking about the, the power of prayer um, as I was, you know, kind of just going back and forth, thinking and praying about what should this episode be about? What should we talk about today? Um, because I, I, I used to kind of just go, go with the flow and say, you know, whatever the Lord leads, we'll go with that. But now I've been kind of more topic driven to, uh, you know, just stay focused and centered around what we're going to be diving into for a particular episode. So today is going to be the power of prayer. And with that being said, I know there are a lot of people who don't know how to pray. There are a lot of people who feel like they have to pray like somebody else. There are a lot of people who feel like, you know, they may not be as good in praying. And it's just so many different things. You know, some people just don't know. And this is why I feel like it's important for us. um, And I know God has led uh, me to talk about this and deal with this now. Uh, It's not going to be anything deep. Again, it's just just some practical things for us to carry out in our day-to-day life so we can display the life of believers. Um, but I know a lot of people deal with so many questions with prayer. So we're going to dive into a little bit of that. And 
if you need prayer or anything, then just reach out to us. Uh, you can go to the website. You can come in on the video wherever you see this at. Um, you can write us if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple Music. I mean, Apple Podcasts, I always say Apple Music. But wherever you are, wherever you're tuning in from YouTube, um, just reach out to us. Find a way to reach out to us. Our website is www.ghfgd.com. And we would gladly pray for you. All right. But the first thing I'm going to get into today as we talk about the power of prayer is what prayer is, right? What is prayer? And in the simplest form, it's a relationship with God. It's communicating with God, whether that be, you know, you sitting on the couch and you're humbling yourself before the presence of God and you're allowing God to speak to you or you're speaking to God, all right? A lot of times when we talk about praying, um, it's usually us sitting down and we're saying a whole bunch of words, which I understand. I've been there before um, because I didn't have a full understanding of what prayer was. I knew, I knew when I prayed, I had to say something to God. <laughs> I knew that much. But I never really looked at prayer as communication. When we talk about prayer as communication, then we're talking about a two-way street. Um, whenever I'm in the room with my wife and we're talking, then there are times where she says something and I'm listening. And then there's times when I say something back and she's listening. This is how we have to be when we're in prayer. Um, it should not be you just kind of rambling and i know we again if, if you've done it before we've all done it before if you're doing it right now that's okay right we're here to grow and we're here to uh learn how we're supposed to do things or how things should go right um so when we're praying then it's not so much of us just sitting there saying god i need this god i'm in this trouble god i uh, have done so many things wrong. God, I've done this and this and this, and we just ramble and ramble and ramble and ramble. And then once we get done, we just say, amen. And we get up and we move on about our day, right? That is not um, how we should carry out prayer. When we're praying, there should be times of uh, listening and there should be times of community. you actually, you know, talking to God. But I would encourage you, as we're talking about what is prayer and as we're talking about it being communication, I would encourage you to enter into prayer listening first. Enter into prayer listening first. Um, the Bible tells us to be slow to anger, slow to speak, but quick to listen. And I believe this scripture not just applies for us to when we're in certain situations with different people, but I feel like this scripture also is applicable when we're in communicating with God in communication in communicating. Wow. When we're in communicating communication with the father. <laughs> so when we're communicating with God, um, I, I strongly suggest that you enter into prayer listening first, quiet your mind. And a lot of times when you're in prayer, you're going to be hearing so many different things you know, you may start thinking about ice cream. You may start thinking about, dog, I got to take this child to school tomorrow at six o'clock. We usually have to be there at eight. Like so many things will start going through your, through your mind. But this is the more that you do this and you enter into uh, the place of communicating with God, then the better 
uh, you're going to get in it, right? So it, like everything, the more you do it, then the better you become with it. And prayer is not something that we're, quote unquote, just trying to become better at for the sake of tooting the horn or being able to wave a flag and say, I pray better than you. But I think I do believe it's something that we should desire to grow in. Right. Because the more that we're growing in prayer, then that also means that the more we're growing in our relationship with God, because there are certain things um, in prayer. There are certain things in prayer that you would get, like I would say, as a, a babe Christian, I really don't like to go in these particular labels. But when you're first, you know, coming to Christ and you start praying and things like that, there are certain things that you'll get in that moment. But then as you grow and elevate in your prayer life, then then God starts speaking to you about some, some things that you like, God, I really got you. This you want this. <laughs> you want me to do that? <laughs> you know, and you're sometimes you'd be like, I can't believe God just showed me that, you know. So the goal is to um, enter in prayer, I, I believe, first. Listening, listening first, learning how to listen first. And then as you listen, then you can also make your request be known too, right? Because that's, that's scripture as well. Make your request known through prayer and supplications. So <clears throat> that's the first thing that I would I would encourage as we talk about uh, talk about what prayer is. Enter into prayer listening because it's a two-way streak. It's not just us throwing all of our problems and words on God, but it's us actually hearing from him as well. All right. The next thing that I want to um, hit on is how do we pray? How do you pray? So um, the first thing I want to do is dive into this particular scripture right here. It's in Matthew uh, six, Matthew six and five. It says, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites for the love for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues. And at the street corners that they may be seen by others. All right. Listen to this now. It says, truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray. All right. So this is Jesus talking and telling, giving us instructions on how to pray. He says, but when you pray. Go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret, check this, will reward you, will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. And then after that, Jesus actually uh, <clears throat> says how to pray. So in verse nine, it says, Pray then like this, our father in heaven. So this is this is us acknowledging the father, right? Our father in heaven, his placement, hallowed be your name. Holy, holy you are. So we enter into prayer, you know, as we as we're speaking, if we're not listening and then we begin to speak, then you enter in prayer, acknowledging God as who he are, as as who he are, as who he is. <laughs> right. Acknowledging God as who he is. All powerful, all knowing, almighty. Holy are you, God. You know, we, we give him all adoration, all acknowledgement. We're entering into prayer and communicating with God saying, God, I just thank you for being holy. Thank you for being the most high. Thank you for being creator. Thank you for being father, just acknowledging him as who he is. So this is how Jesus started off 
this prayer when he says, pray like this. He says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right. So as we're talking, as he's talking about your kingdom come, your will be done. Sometimes we just want things. Right. But Christ is saying, listen, the desire should be for the father's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So that's whether that's around us or whether that's in our own personal lives through us, like we want his will to be done. So even as you enter into prayer, if one, if your prayer is simply, God, I thank you for who you are. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is a prayer in itself because you're asking God that his will, may his will be done on earth as it is, as it is in heaven, whether that be through you, whether that be around you, you know, that's what that is, right? So give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. All right, so again, these, this is more ap- some more application, applicable things. <laughs> that Christ is giving here in prayer, just teaching us how to pray. So we can really dive very, very deep into um, into this. But I would encourage you, you know, as you are learning how to pray and if you already know how to pray and uh, you want to begin to teach others, I would encourage you to. This is one of the places that you can start and just saying, hey, this is what Jesus taught. This is how Jesus said that we should pray. All right. So that is. One of the ways that we should pray now, there are more depths as I begin to talk about in the beginning of that prayer on how prayer uh, can go and how you do pray. Right. But one thing you don't do as Christ was talking in here, he was saying, don't be like the Gentiles, for they think they will be heard for their many words. Your prayer does not have to have a thousand words like a like you're writing a paper. Hey, your paper should be. um 2,000 words and whatever, whatever for it to be submitted. Your prayer life don't necessarily have to be that way. All right. So we're going to take a break right here. Then we're going to come back and dive more into um, the power of prayer. Hey, what's going on, family? Just want to let you guys know that we have a few ways that you guys can give and sow into Go Hard for God Daily. One of those ways is going to our website, www.ghfgd.com. You can hit that Give tab, and it allows you to give right there to sow into Go Hard for God Daily. Another way that you can give or sow into us is by purchasing some merch. So if you see something that you like while you're on the website, make sure you go ahead and grab it. That's another way that you can sow into us to help us to continue the mission and what we're doing right here at Go Hard for God Daily. Thank you guys so much for giving and sowing for all that you've done thus far. We appreciate you. We love you guys. Let's get back to this episode. All right, so we're back. We just finished talking about how we should pray and going through Matthew 5 and, excuse me, Matthew 6, um, starting at verse 5 as Jesus was talking about um, how to pray and he gave the Lord's prayer right here and we talked gave some applicable things that you can do as you enter into prayer so the next thing I want to get into is when should you pray when should you pray so if we go to first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 
1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. I'm going to go there with you guys. It reads, Pray without ceasing. Well, let me go back up to 16 first. It says, Rejoice always. That's a word in itself. We hear songs about that too. It says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. So if you're asking, well, when should I pray? When should I give thanks? When should I communicate with God? In all circumstances. All right. So I just want to stop right there and kind of dive into when you should pray. All right. First of all, um, there's no particular set time that you have to pray. So you don't have to. If, now, if you do this, that is great. It's phenomenal. And um, God bless you. You have a schedule. If you wake up at eight o'clock and make sure eight o'clock is your prayer time or nine thirty or if it's four o'clock in the morning, then whatever God gives you to do for your prayer time uh, and your alone time with him, then please stay with that. Um, But I just I do want you to know that there is no uh, particular time that you necessarily have to pray. It's not just oh, we're, we're in a, a deficit right now, or we're in a bad place right now, so let's pray. Or, you know, hey, well, we need something right now. Or, you know, God, I'm just kind of going through a, having a, a emotional roller coaster day right now, so let me pray. It's not so much uh, of the circumstance when we should pray. Scripture just told us in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17, it says to pray without ceasing. So what this is talking about is, you you have several times throughout the day when you can pray. It, it don't have to be a certain hour that you pray. It don't have to be circumstantially when you pray. It says through all circumstances. So that means you can pray, which is communicating with God in good times and bad times or in in emotional times or in times when you're just not feeling good or in like like there's no one set place or time when you have to pray, right? It says pray without ceasing. So you can be running around a track, exercising, working out, and you can be praying at the same time. You can give thanks in all circumstances. God, I thank you that I'm able to use my hands, I'm able to use my feet, that I'm able to build the muscles, that I'm able to uh, carry out this uh, task right now that I'm doing. I'm, I thank you for the mobility that's in my body that's allowing me to, you know, even have a healthier life. Like that, that can be your prayer as you're exercising, as you're running. You're thank, you're giving thanks. You're communicating with God in that moment. Or while you're running, you can also be listening. You can also be listening and worshiping and letting God minister and speak to you while you're in that moment. Okay. This is what prayer is about. This is how it is. It's, it's not just um, your, your prayer time is not locked in to just a particular hour or a particular situation or circumstance. All right. So pray without ceasing. This means you can find time all throughout the day at any given moment to to pray or to meditate and listen to see what God is saying or to make your supplications uh send your supplications up to the father. Um uh, some other things I want to get into that I have down here is loud does not mean powerful. 
A loud prayer does not mean that you have a powerful prayer. Sometimes, um, and, and I bless God for those who are um, quote unquote prayer warriors <laughs> or who are, who are great intercessors um, and who know how to pray really well. I believe they there are some individuals who have built their prayer life up um, where they're able to intercede at a certain level, where they have fire, where they have passion. And I don't omit those things. I don't down those things. I don't talk about them as if, you know, they're not powerful prayer intercessors and things like that. But what I'm trying to help you do is, well, as if we are understanding what prayer is and going through prayer, I want you to know that although you may see some people who have built their life up um, around prayer and or became great intercessors and things like that, there are some people who pray really, really loud. They pray really, really hard. And that's great. But just know that the louder you pray does not make the prayer more powerful or more dominant or more effective. Because your prayer and your communication and your relationship with God should be according to your heart condition. Your prayer should be sincere. Right. When you're praying, you're not you're not necessarily trying to pray. I'm trying to pray to make sure God heard me. <laughs> it don't work that way <laughs> because God can hear you and steal his voice. Right. You can you can just sit there in the softest whisper and communicate with God and he'll hear you. If your heart is sincere and, and you're true uh, in your prayer, and your communication, your relationship with God, he's going to hear you. All right. So I, I, I want to encourage you in this moment when I as I talk about this. And again, I'm not talking about those people who are who have built their life up to be great intercessors and things like that. And nothing wrong with people praying loud and having hard prayers. Um, but I, I want to encourage the person who hear those things and be like, man, they start comparing themselves and start saying, I, I can't pray the way that person pray. So I, what I'm encouraging you and getting to you is that. You don't have to pray the way somebody else pray for your prayer to be effective, for your prayer to be powerful or for God to hear you. All right. So a loud prayer does not mean uh, or equate to a powerful prayer. All right. Or a quiet prayer does not mean a less powerful prayer. Both, it, it goes both both ways. All right. So I just want to encourage the, the people who are maybe just coming into the faith and you know, they're seeing other people praying and like, man, I can't pray like they pray. Listen, the, the, the best thing that I would encourage you to do is just start. Just start. As Matthew 6, um, as it talked about going into your prayer closet, um, what this what this was referencing is you having solo and alone time with God. As you find yourself in that long time with God, God will build you up. If, if you're desiring to grow in prayer, he's going to build that up for you. But you have to desire it. You have to be sincere about it. And you have to, you know, just have the right heart and you'll grow in it. And then maybe there may be a time where you become a a, a loud prayer <laughs> intercessor or, or something like that. But uh, don't compare your prayer life to somebody else's. Like if you see somebody who can pray really, really well, then bless God for them, you know. Um, but just a allow yourself to grow in the space where God has you. The best thing you can do is start. Just start praying. Start praying. All right. And when you start praying, then find a level of consistency in your praying, in your prayer life. 
all right, in your relationship with God. Once you find that level of consistency and you continue to do it all the time, then you'll find yourself growing in prayer. You will find yourself growing in prayer. All right. So loud does not mean powerful. Long does not mean effective. All right. So as Matthew 6 again was talking about, as Jesus was saying, don't be like, um, you know, them who feel like they have to say all of these words because that's not that's not how it, how it works. Right. You don't have to say a whole bunch of words for your prayer to be effective, for your prayer to be powerful or for God to hear you. That's that's not what what it is. So let's go back to Matthew six. And I want to read this scripture verbatim exactly how it is. And this is the ESV version that I'm reading. Um, it says, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door again. This is isolation. This is time with you and God. It says pray to your father who is in secret. All right. So you're not praying to be seen. All right. We can dive into a whole nother thing about being seen and things like that. But when we're communicating with God, we don't pray so that we can be seen so that people can be like, oh, they over there praying, you know, and and then come pat you on the back and say, man, I seen you over there praying. You know, when we talk, when we look at it like that, then when he says that you have received your reward, then the pat on the back and all the accolades and all the, the you know things that come with people saying, hey, you did a great job. I seen you over there praying because you were praying to be seen that you were praying if that makes sense, then that's your reward, right? So, but Jesus is saying to go into a private place, right? You have a long time. And this does not mean that you can't pray with other people. It's not talking necessarily about that. It's just saying you need to have a relationship with God yourself. Have a long time with the Father, right? Go in, uh, shut the door and pray to the, to your Father who is in secret. It says, your Father who sees in secret will reward will reward you. Now, it says, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. All right. So I want to read that part right there in particular um, verbatim as the scripture has it. As I was talking about, long does not mean effective. Long does not mean you'll be heard. Long, a long prayer does not mean powerful, all right? You want to have an intentional prayer life. You want to have intentional prayers. So we're not just entering into prayer or communication or having a relationship with God just to put a check on the box, but we want to enter into this relationship, enter into this private conversation, enter into this room with intent. God, I'm, I'm entering into the room I want you to look at it like, I just want to use this for, um, just for instructional purposes only, <laughs> All right? But oftentimes, whenever we meet somebody for the first time, hey, whether for the, for the guys, whether it be a, a young lady, for the, for the young ladies, whether it be a young man or whatever the case, when it's a date, oftentimes when we're getting ready to go on the, on a first date or meet somebody for the first time. We we are intentional about everything that we do. We want to be intentional about, you know, the way that we address the way, because we want to enter into the room. We want to enter into that space and that environment with that individual, um, you know, having some type of intent about what, what we're doing. So I look at it similar to the same way 
um, in our relationship with God and our pursuit with God and our desire to have, you know, communicating and communicating with God. When we enter into the room with God, we got to enter into the room knowing that, man, this is I'm 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 finna communicate with the most powerful being ever. I'm finna I'm, I'm about to communicate and have and have this relationship and build this relationship with the most important being ever who can meet all of my needs, who can supply all of my needs, who can who can meet me where I am, who can bring me out of any place. So when I come in here, I'm not just coming to to meet and have a conversation with him uh, just as a check in the box. I'm intentional about this meeting. I'm intentional when I enter into this room. I want this to to mean something. This is valuable to me. All right. So that's how you should look at entering prayer, your relationship and communication with God. It should be valuable. It should be important. That should be a level of intentionality behind your prayer life and your your relationship, your time that you spend with God. All right. So let's move on. Um, who do I pray for? Who do I pray for? So we're we're supposed to pray for everybody. All right. And I want to tackle this right here uh, very briefly, because a lot of times, again, when we first start praying, oftentimes we're just praying for ourselves. And that's OK. It's OK to pray for yourself. And I'm not saying don't pray for yourself. Jesus prayed for himself. All right. Remember, we, whatever Jesus did, then we can do it, too. All right. It's, it's in the it's in the green. If Jesus ain't do it or Jesus ain't said we gotta, yeah, we gotta check that area that we in, all right. But if Jesus did it, it's in the green. Jesus played, prayed for himself. It's okay for us to pray for ourselves as well. But scripture also tells us um, that we should pray for everyone, right? We pray for our leaders, we pray for you know, government, we pray for councils, we pray for teachers, pray for children, pray for marriages, pray for our family. We, we pray for everyone, we pray for our enemies, right? So if you want to know who to pray for, just pray for everybody. If you're in prayer and, you know, someone comes to your mind and God drops somebody in your spirit, whether that be your sister, your brother, your mother, your cousins, your co-workers, um, maybe someone that you've seen on the street or whatever the case, then pray. Just begin to pray for them. Right. Just begin to intercede on their behalf, you know, for whatever that situation may look like. Now, sometimes you may not know what the situation is of individuals. Right. And God may put them in your in, in uh, drop them in your spirit. And you may not know their situation, but just begin to pray for them. Right. And one of the prayers that you can pray for them is, God, I know that you know what these people are going through or this individual is going through or the situation that they may have. God, I just pray that you uplift them in this situation. I pray that you cover them. I pray that every need be met. I pray, Father, for direction. I pray for clarity. I pray for wisdom in their decision making. I pray that whatever the situation looks like for them right now, that you bring them out. I pray for peace over them. I pray for uh, a level of freedom. I pray for liberty. I pray that they may enter into your presence with thanksgiving. I pray that they may find you wherever they are. And allow you to minister to them and meet them. That's a prayer in itself right there that you can pray for somebody else. All right. So who do you pray for? Pray for everybody. Pray for as many people as you can. And but the goal behind this and the reason I'm just saying that I'm not just saying pray for everybody just to say, hey, you should pray for everybody. But we, we pray for other people because other people actually are going through different things. Right. 
just like we go through certain things, we want to be able to go and reach out to other people who we know who are living for God to say, hey, can you pray for me? Because there are times that you're going to need prayer, just like there are times other people need prayer on their behalf. Right. So pray for everyone. It's, it's God's will for us to be able to pray, to be in prayer for other people. Again, Jesus did it. Jesus did it. Um, another thing I want to get into before we get ready to wrap up um, this episode about prayer is having a testimony book. Have a testimony book. And I'm going to get more into this testimony book when we come back from this break. Hey, family, just want to let you know real quickly, uh, a couple of ways that you can follow us is on TikTok. You can follow us on Instagram or you can subscribe to our channel on YouTube. If this is your first time, hey, let us know it's your first time. Like a video, comment on a video, share a video, whatever that looks like for you. But follow us on all platforms at Go Heart for God Daily. That's at Go Heart for God Daily on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Right? Let's get back to this episode. So about the testimony book. Um, we started off talking about this was going to be an episode that talks about the power of prayer. And this is where I want to dive into the power of prayer. Um, we had some, some really rough uh, patches, some rough times uh, some years ago. And there are still moments where, you know, things are not always 1,000%. And... I'm sure most of you who are tuned in can can listen and can understand who are listening can understand like, yeah, I, I had some rough patches, too, over the past couple of months. But but you understand. Right. And before I got into just talking about the power of prayer, I kind of wanted to just give a few glimpses, just kind of teach a little bit about what prayer is, what it's about. How do you pray? Why do you pray? Who do you pray for? I kind of want to go over those kind of fundamental things. We didn't really dive deep into it, but I pray that you've had some type of um, understanding about prayer just from the little little bit that we've shared and that you begin to apply these things to your life every single day so that you can display the life of of a believer, someone who follows Christ and making prayer a part of your daily um, lifestyle. So when we talk about it's a lifestyle, that's another uh, tagline that we have. It's a lifestyle. When I, when we say it's a lifestyle, we're talking about the life of a believer, living the life of a believer is a lifestyle. Displaying Christ every single day should be a lifestyle. Prayer should be a lifestyle. Loving others should be a lifestyle. All the things that scripture tells us, that gives us instruction on how we should live our lives day to day, all of that should become a lifestyle. When it becomes a lifestyle, then you don't have to think about doing it. Anything that becomes a lifestyle, meaning it's a part of your routine, it's a part of what you do, you don't think about doing it. When I became a dad, a father, I didn't think about it. They got to a point at first I was like, hey, I got the baby in here crying. But then over over a period of time, 
Like it became something I just did. I just got up. I didn't think about it. I started meeting the needs of my child. I started making sure I was there. Like I just do these things now, right? It's a part of my day-to-day life. It's a part of my habits of being there for my children. Prayer should be the same way. Loving should be the same way. All the things that scripture tells us and gives us instructions to do, all of this should be a part of our day-to-day, our daily lifestyle, right? So again, before I got into the power of prayer, I want to give those foundational things just to kind of for those who may be struggling in prayer or those who may be competing or not necessarily competing, but comparing their prayer life to other people that you can that you see that prayer. They they pray really well. I just wanted to help deliver you from that and kind of transition you to a place. And if you're already there, then keep you in that place where you understand that prayer is about your relationship with God. It's communicating. It's it's talking and listening. All right. So with that being said, um, prayer still works. There is power in prayer. There is power in prayer. What we started was having this this little binder right here. This is our testimony book. So. When we would have situations, my wife and I, and um, I even encouraged my kids, and and I I encouraged my family too. I wrote my sister, my mom. I was like, "Look, y'all can get a testimony book." <laughs> but we started this testimony book, and whenever we would pray about something, and we seen it come to pass, we would write our testimonies in here, and the power behind this testimony book shows us the power of prayer because we and we have a lot of testimonies in here but there were some things man that like i said we had some really rough patches and we prayed and god answered those prayers and we wrote them down and the reason why we wrote these down is not just i mean it's great to have a testimony book but you have to know that there may be times again where things get really hard things get really hard things get really shaky and Prayer is going to be the only thing you have. Your relationship with God is going to be all that you have. And sometimes all that you need. All right. And I'm low key getting a little emotional. I might have a few pauses in here. So but even just looking at some of these testimonies now and I'll share one of them with you guys so that you can see that prayer is. It's powerful and it still works and God hears our prayers. Um, But we started this testimony book so that whenever we do have problems, we can go back and read the testimonies and we can see how God moved on our behalf whenever we prayed. We pray for something in a situation and God answered the prayer. We wrote it down. So when we go through more changes, we go through more difficult times. We go back and pull this book out. We submit our prayers and we trust God that just like he answered these prayers in 2018, 2019, 2020, 21, 22. Then even in this year, in this time, whatever the situation is, there's nothing too big or too small for God. I know and we trust that he'll do it again because he has shown us so many times and not just in this book. We started late. I'm just say that now. We started late because I got the, I got the the ideal about this late, and I don't necessarily I'm just using late as a as a term now, 
but we started late in regards of we've had so just saying we've had so many more testimonies before 2018 but we just started writing them in 2018 and god has made and fulfilled so many prayer requests that we've we've had that is just remarkable so there is power in prayer and prayer still works one of the testimonies i'm going to share this with you guys and we'll get ready to close out uh for this episode <sighs> one of the prayers that we had um this is one I just shared it. My wife actually wrote wrote this down. Um, and she dated it back to like 2012. And she said, I remember praying before I went to sleep for help. Uh, we were we were really, really struggling. Listen, 2012 was a tough year for us. Uh, but she said we were really, really struggling. And it was getting close to Christmas time. You know, so... We obviously you want to be able to get the children something to be able to you know just have things for them and we had other stuff as well financial problems and things like that but it says I woke up and we had over a thousand dollars in our account I didn't know nothing about this until she wrote it but that's just one testimony and I don't just give testimonies about financial things um we've had testimony was testimonies where god just constantly sustained us throughout an entire year um when she had to take off work and you know i had to cover everything you know things got tight but god just kept providing god kept giving job opportunities here and here and here that continued to meet every single need that we had so no matter what the situation looks like, no matter what the situation is, no matter how big or how small it is, just pray, just ask God for direction. Listen to God, trust God, and know that he'll still do what he knows how to do. He'll still do what he knows how to do. I'm talking about no matter how big or small it is. I've, I had testimony about a lawnmower. I'm just telling you how... You can say how picky God is, or you can say how how minute certain things is. Like God just like if you need it, He'll provide it. If it's a need, He'll provide it. So I just want to share uh, again some things that we can apply to our life day to day as believers to help us in our prayer life to encourage you. Um, and just share some share some of these testimonies. Just give you something that you can do to reflect on the goodness of God. And we talked about this also in the last episode about having a moment where you just pause, reflect, and celebrate the goodness of God. That testimony book that you create is going to help you be able to create even more moments where you pause, you reflect, and you celebrate the goodness of God and how he sustained you. There is power in prayer. All right. Prayer still works. And these testimonies in that book shows the power of prayer. And it goes way beyond that. 
So I pray that you've received something uh, from today's episode. And if you need prayer, please reach out to us. You can leave a comment on this video, wherever you're watching it at. And just let us know how we can pray for you. And we'll definitely be interceding with you. And we'll even follow up with you to just check on you and see, you know, how things are going for you. We know we're in a time now where people, people desperately need prayer. People desperately need Jesus. And that is one of our main missions is to make sure people get back to Jesus. All right. Or get to Jesus, no matter whatever the situation looks like for the individual. Lead people to Christ. And then teach them how to live a life that Christ desires for us to live. One that follows his instructions, his ways, because he is the blueprint. Right. Where God, where Christ, the way that Christ lived, that's a blueprint for us to live. Right. And as we continue to live a life after Christ, then we'll continue to fulfill the will of God and please God. And we don't have to worry about pleasing people. So. Um, that's that. Listen, if you guys um, were blessed by this this episode here, if you felt like you've grown, you know, just a little bit, or we've helped you just a little bit, rather in prayer, your relationship with God, or just encourage you in any type of way, please share this podcast with somebody else. Let somebody else know about it and say, hey, this right here would bless you. It blessed me and continue to pass it along. We thank you guys for tuning in. We thank you. Um, just for all of your support, for those who've been following us, those who've been rocking with us, uh, we give God the glory for everything that he's done. Again, I say this all the time, and I mean it with my heart, that we're just trying to be good stewards over what God has given us. That is it. Nothing more, nothing less. Whatever comes with it, comes with it. Whatever don't, it don't. All right? So, um, and if you would like to be a supporter by sowing or giving into go hard for god daily then we have ways that you can do that um you can go to our website www.ghfgd.com we have a way there where you can give a soul into uh what god is doing through us here or we have other links on our instagram and on our um tiktok and that bio that leads you to other ways that you can give via cash app or square or whatever that method looks like for you Thank you guys for tuning in to today. Again, I pray that you guys have received something. As a matter of fact, I'm going to close out in prayer um, for, for all of you guys who are listening right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus over every ear that's hearing um, this episode right now. I pray, Father, that you meet them where they are, that you touch them where they are. Father, you see the needs of your people. You know the needs. You know the hearts. You know their desires. You know all things about them. You know even the very amount of hair that they have on their head, as your word declares. So, Father, as you know them, I pray that they begin and have the desire to know you just as much as you know them. So, Father, bring them in. Draw them as close to you, Father. As only you know how to do. And I pray that they receive your love uh, that only you have, Father. You are the only one that has this level of love, this type of love, God. With people, love can be conditional. Love can be circumstantial. Love, love can be situational. But, God, your love is unconditional. And you receive us and accept us just how we are. So I pray, Father, over every person who's listening right now that they receive the love that you have for them. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Grace and peace. Peace and blessings. 
see you guys in the next episode. Peace.